everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are back with another on friendship episode. And this time we are, we are staycationing through Hallmark. We are going to Fiji. This is very exciting. And I am film critic, Rachel Wagner and Elisa Lucas is here. Hi. As, I've never been to Fiji. I know. Neither have I. So we get to travel there through Pearl and Paradise. That's what we're yes. looking at today. This is a uh, pretty popular uh, summer nights movie, uh, mm -hmm. and so we thought it would be a fun one to look at uh, from our sort of lens of friendship. And mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's a fun one, I think, because it's something different. You know, yeah. uh, that's one of the things that that Hallmark gets uh, pegged for. You know, yeah. oh, you just make the same movie over and over again. Well, yeah. this one they tried to make something different, and I appreciate that. I have to say, when I saw the images for it and read the little tagline-y thing, I was like, oh, this better be like Romancing the Stone. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, it is. It doesn't it is. have the sarcastic Michael Douglas. <laughs> I guess the main characters are almost switched in terms of what they know and what they do, but... <laughs> No, it is definitely, I mean, I would, I'd be interested to, uh, to talk to some of the creators and find out how influential that was because mm -hmm. it definitely feels influenced by Romancing the Stone. There's no doubt about it to me. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. uh, that's a plus for me. Like that's a sell. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it, this movie uh, was it's uh, director Gary Yates and writer Christine Conrad is the name. Uh, and uh, if people don't know Romancing the Stone, uh, that's uh, what was a movie that came out in like 1982, something like that. 80, 84, I think. Okay. 84 yeah. to 87, at general. 1984, you nailed it. <laughs> Where's my prize? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it Where's was a uh, pearl <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was directed by robert zemeckis and oh. uh that was his uh before he did back to the future mm -hmm. and uh and R R roger rabbit and uh he had such a win streak in the the 80s <laughs> Nothing but hot cells. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of those 80s directors have really struggled to kind of, I don't know, to kind of transition yeah. into digital, the digital era, I guess. Like yeah. people like, uh, like him, like uh, Chris Columbus, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, yeah. Rob Reiner. They people really like had that. their moments and mm. it's kind of like someone who really excels in high school and never wants to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton, I think you can make that claim. He hasn't made yeah. a good movie in a long time. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. But anyway, yeah, yeah Romancing the Stone, it's all about a, uh, uh, a, uh, an author that, uh, that, writes uh this romance novelist mm -hmm. um but it's the the woman who's the romance novelist yes. in the story uh who and. goes and uh she she ends up meeting the uh uh the michael douglas character who's the uh who's uh thinks that she's some great uh um <laughs> out you know adventurist by by her novels but yeah. anyway it ends up being pretty funny yeah i just watched that as part of my well in the last couple of weeks of all the movies i've been watching in quarantine and yeah. it it's still pretty funny but i mean obviously the difference here is like the roles are reversed but also she has to go to columbia because uh her sister is being held by a kidnapper so right it's a very different vibe here it's like this will help kickstart our careers so right. <laughs> although some of it might be influenced it's not the entire right. the stone vibe okay <laughs> it, it's not a copycat it's not exactly a exactly uh, well overall what did you think did you think it worked or <laughs> not so much I, I liked it at first i was like pearl in paradise this is this is quite a title and 
you had sent me the list that this is our 20th movie. So I was looking at the list and I was oh, like, this yeah. one is very different than any of the other ones we watched. And there are a couple others that are also sort of out there a little different. Um, I enjoyed it. I do love treasure hunting type storylines. So I love the Goonies. I love National Treasure. I love Romancing the Stone. Um, there was Outer Banks is a Netflix series that has sort of an up-to-date sort of look at treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. So there's something about it that's exciting. Like it, it's like a puzzle and you're going along mm -hmm. the way. And, and so there's something fun and exciting, but also dangerous about it. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed this movie bringing these two people together. But can I say this is the first time where I did not want them to end up in a romantic relationship. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that would be like, interesting to dive into. I actually wanted them to be like continue to work together. You were good partners, but like, like let's just end it there. So yeah. that's my first take. What did you? What yeah. did you think? Have you seen this one before? Yeah, I have. I've seen it before, and I think this is is fun. I but I think the the uh, the this thing I struggle with maybe a little bit uh, is that I don't totally buy Chris Aloha as the nerdy guy. <laughs> I think he works uh, better as the, uh, as the kind of cocky guy. Gotcha. Because he played, okay. if we did, a, uh, there's a movie called Rocky Mountain Christmas where he plays a movie star. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I think that he fits a lot better in that role. He's yeah, also and... uh, does one of the mystery shows where he plays kind of a cocky cop. And I kind of and like I... that better than sort of the nerdy guy. And I think this is the first movie I've seen him in. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So I wouldn't know the other vibe. And and yeah. maybe that's why where I was like, maybe I don't think that you and her belong together in some way. And who am I to judge? Like, you know what I mean? But like the idea of like watching it as observers in entertainment versus real life. Mm -hmm. I just kind of felt like, yeah, like she brought so much to the game. And like, what did you bring? <laughs> Well, I mean, as a viewer, you you can decide whether you think that uh, yeah. that a per, an actor is right for a part or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's that's your prerogative, and that's what we all do when we watch movies. Yeah. Um, well, and you yeah. also have to remember that I study relationships, so I don't want to tell yeah. people in real life that they don't deserve or belong in a relationship. <laughs> like, obviously, if they're coming to get help, but like, who yeah. am I to judge? Like they decide if they're right for each other, so to speak. But so that's the hard part is being like, okay, I'm a critic and not telling people they shouldn't be in a relationship together. <laughs> well, no, that's not gonna we, work. <laughs> we, you mentioned that this is our 20th movie that we yes. have uh, we have reviewed together. This is not our 20th episode of On Friendship, but yes, it is our 20th movie to, that you've been on the show. So. Yeah. That's really yeah. exciting. It's like, very exciting. Just this little lifetime girl growing into a Hallmark woman. What? <laughs> it's yeah. all your fault. No, but I think I think that we're in at least a year of on friendship though, right? Yeah. Like we've been that's exciting. We have it all sorts exciting. of milestones. A year, yeah. 20 movies. <laughs> I like I said, I do appreciate that this is something different. This was the uh the i think second in a fiji movies that were made in in uh, uh 2018 mm -hmm. and uh they had another one that, that was pretty good that i liked with um catherine bell as i think it was called a summer to remember i think anyway it was <laughs> good and then this you said and... a summer to remember and you couldn't remember it and that was classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just reminds well, me. You know, Hallmark and titles. I mean, yeah. come on. At <laughs> least this one has something to do with the movie, Pearl in Paradise. Yeah. yeah. We had a we had a prom theme called A Night to Remember, but I had that same moment in class and I was like, I can't remember what it's called. And then I came back the next time after looking it up and I was like, it was called A Night to Remember. Clearly <laughs> it wasn't. Well, I don't know if I have mentioned it before, but Hallmark loves photographers. Mm -hmm. They absolutely, it is the best job where <laughs> appeared to be, I'm ready to sh uh, switch jobs. <laughs> yeah. There have been so many Hallmark movies about photographers and it's like a photographers and then bakers, are like the most yeah, I was popular. Gonna say, what are the top careers? And 
here's a fun question for listeners is like what's your favorite career of the person starring yeah. in the movie like what do you or what do you want to see because yeah. that's that's interesting to me too yeah they 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 love movies about photographers or i or bakers chefs i would say that's definitely the top two yeah for I would, careers pr type people too like event planning yeah. something along event those planning, lines yeah. yeah okay that's true as every <laughs> once in a while you get a teacher you know kind of role uh but uh <laughs> but yeah so jill wagner is in a long line of storied hallmark photographers we, we can do a whole episode uh a ranking hallmark photographers that would be but, fun, <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> is she uh, on Katie's- hallmark a lot yes Wagner. Joe i Wagner, thought she yeah. was great i think she was my favorite act- actor in the in the mm-hmm. movie i i really liked her she's really pretty and that's like she has yeah. that that great sort of and, vibe yeah and they ha- i do think they have real they have nice chemistry together mm-hmm. and they went on they do a mystery show uh oh, okay. maybe one day today's we should do one of the mystery shows yeah uh, there's something different uh but they have a show called mystery 101 Okay. Uh, that has been very popular where she plays a professor, he plays a cop, yeah, detective, and, and uh, yeah. And yes, that's up my lifetime alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they've ended up doing now like five, I think uh, four or five movies together. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, these they, are the first time I think I've seen either one of them, and I liked them both. Mm-hmm. I liked her better. Yeah. Maybe it was this particular part, but I I was kind of laughing because her last two movies for Hallmark, uh, the non mystery ones, she's ended up taking her taking people shopping, and I didn't realize in this movie that she takes people shopping <laughs> again. And I'm like, what is it about Jill Wagner? She has this take, she, take people shopping and everything. New movie. job, new job for Hallmark stars. Yeah, personal shopper. Personal is there shopper. a movie about a personal shopper? There should be. Because <laughs> in one, she's like uh, an HGTV kind of designer, yeah. or whatever. So she takes mm-hmm. the guy shopping, and then yeah. in another one, she's a, a interior decorator. Yeah, she takes the guy shopping. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? And this time, she had to just set like him shopping. Straight. Well, this was like an emergency situation, though, because yeah. he was not prepared for a three-day hike. Let's be real. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it starts out. It, it, I think it's an interesting discussion where uh, she's she's too much of a perfectionist. She misses the deadline at work because she wants to get the perfect picture, mm-hmm. uh, and her boss tells her, "You are, you know, you're too much of a perfectionist." Uh, that uh, you have great ideas, but they're no good if they're not publishable, if they're late. Well, and... Rachel, if you're going to pick a movie that was about me, you, you could have let me know <laughs> fans. Because like, I was like, perfectionist? Is this about me? <laughs> you I'm read totally... whatever you want to read into the movie, Alyssa. <laughs> I am definitely a perfectionist. But I, I'm not as laid back as she is otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of like let's go with the Fiji scene, but yeah, when when it was perfectionist, I was cracking up. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. Movie. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting because uh, I I've never been somebody that has like the best attention to small details. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a bigger. I just like let's get the job done. Let's finish yeah. it. Yeah. If it's not perfect, oh well. You know, yeah. like I and my my mom would get frustrated with me about that. That you know, mm-hmm. it's like. I could have done more. I could have worked harder, yeah. but yeah. I'm just, I, and I, sometimes I, I get insecure about something that I just want to, the, the, the not having it done is kind of yeah. an insecurity for me. I was like, oh, I just got to, let's get it done. Let's finish yeah. it. And it's behind it's, you. Whereas I'm leaving. like, let me spend 12 hours on this thing that should take <laughs> an hour. But, uh, so it's, it's an interesting thing. Like I'm a, big moment of my childhood the thing i one memory i i have really strongly is uh we had an assignment that we were supposed to do a project on a bird a okay. type of bird and i had gotten assigned canadian geese and we were supposed to draw a do a drawing of a canadian geese yeah. and my mom's a really wonderful artist and <laughs> uh, she's actually been studying art pretty uh pretty um uh 
consistently in the last yeah. couple years and anyway uh but she she made me like uh draw out the the geese uh like do the lines with the ruler and you know all that whole (laughs) thing so that it looked really good and we spent the whole night and i was so irritated (laughs) you're like let me just draw some stick figure canadian geese and move along (laughs) but i i think you know it 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 was one of those learning experiences where (laughs) my mom was like I th- I'm gonna make this daughter do a good job if it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw, so that would have been torture for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I think I still have it actually in my uh, in my box of yeah. you know, stuff back <laughs> home uh, from my childhood. My you hope you earned Canadian an geese. <laughs> that my mom wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't let me. <laughs> so yeah, being a parent is great. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be rough. When, yeah. you, when you when the kids start getting homework and stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't even imagine <laughs> but but yeah so it's it, this idea of sort of of perfectionism uh is is something but that you can be if you're not careful you can take it to the other extreme you can be like me with the goose drawing where it's like come on do better like yeah. don't just be satisfied yeah. that was my mom was trying to teach me yeah, don't just absolutely. be satisfied with just you know or just good enough like go for yeah. it like work harder make yeah. it better and yeah. take the time to draw the the, the use the ruler and, and make uh, the drawing better and but then you can come the other extreme where it's like it's never good enough and yeah. you're you know you're uh, yeah but neither one of us would have podcasts out if we had that attitude right yeah, like I right. think I think podcasting has actually helped me understand my perfectionism more mm-hmm. and the fact that like you know I've been podcasting almost three years for best forevers and almost two years for my other podcast that it's like I would have never done it if I was waiting for a perfect episode yeah here's the so thing true. there isn't one <laughs> at least not for me and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's so unpredictable like you have yeah. no idea what is going to take off and what people will like and so you just have to kind of be yourself and and yeah. do the best you can and yep hope that uh that uh that people like it <laughs> that's all you can do <laughs> exactly and if they don't it's like well there's all these other podcasts so I mean, if they don't you hopefully had a good enough time doing yeah. it yeah but, exactly it's for us and then for others right that's right <laughs> but, uh, but yeah you always try i'm always trying to push myself to make it better but then also you have to just keep putting put it out there get it out on time yeah uh, and i i i think uh, that uh, it's easy to look back on old episodes and be like oh that yeah wasn't it. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> yeah let's re-listen to my first three episodes when i had two mics but only one was picking up sound when i had guests so yeah so it sounds horrible (laughs) (laughs) you're like thank you for sticking with me guys yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of her her problem is she has great ideas uh she can be the creative director but she doesn't get in and on time so what yeah. good is your ideas yeah it's hard to be in a in a magazine business if you can't stick to deadlines for yeah. sure yeah. yeah um okay and then he uh, has uh, had two books that have not done as well he's a writer he has what do you think of blake montoya <laughs> sounded like, like that the- name yeah, I was like, this sounds like a romance novel. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been fun if we'd gotten some of the uh, some of the prose. They didn't yeah. really read any of it. That yeah, no, like funny. I want to hear the story. Can someone write yeah. the book now? <laughs> you know, another movie like this that I like is uh, Nim's Island. Have you ever seen? Nim's no, Island? I haven't. That one's a no. fun one. You should put I'll that added to my list. Yeah. Yeah. Jodie yeah. Foster, Gerard oh, um, Butler. Oh, you know. interesting. It's, it's, like a, it's like a kid's version of Romancing the Stone, kind of. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Add it to my yeah. list. 
Yeah. Anyway, and so, uh, so his last two books haven't done that well. He gets this. Uh, what do you? What would you call this? This dude that becomes his agent. This uh, guy. Obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying. Yeah. He's gonna. He's going to keep him from being safe. He's going to push him, and if he doesn't listen to to him, then. Uh, then he's going to be dropped by his publisher. This is a disaster. It's not which, good. Which would probably go over better if he was notified in advance instead of this guy just showing up at the coffee shop or wherever he was to meet his yeah. editor. And his she publisher is busy. He's, he, he's yeah, but it's still like very busy. <laughs> send a text message. Send an email. Like he was completely blindsided. So I yeah. can understand like how he might have been like upset in his first sort of like interaction with this guy yeah. so yeah. he's very fastidious he's like a germaphobe he has everything <laughs> super organized in his life he writes these adventure stories but he never leaves his his apartment hardly at all and his goal is he says that he wants to get people to go to all these places with their imagination and i feel like in in the age of quarantine i'm on his side yeah okay (laughs) well but at the same time like it's also like how can you truly understand some of the experiences if you haven't experienced anything and so Mm -hmm. like i understand she kind of calls him on it at some point too and and like the thing about it is like that's some great research he has he's a great researcher to be able to come up with all that information but I think like he's going to be a better writer because he experienced Fiji in this particular. Story. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, he, uh, he claims in his book that Pearl in Paradise, that he knows where this, this blue pearl is in Fiji. And mm-hmm. she decides that she's going to make this big pitch. So she become the creative director. She's going to go with him and go to Fiji and they are going to write this article about finding the pearl and this article is going to save his career it is going to be really exciting and uh and and it's gonna help her get the creative director position so it's kind of like it helps both of them work wise Mm -hmm. so you got to help each other to help yourselves i guess the only catch is he has no idea where the pearl is (laughs) (laughs) oh oops did i forget to tell you that why would you put that in the (laughs) forward of your book just trying to get more people to buy it or something i don't know like that was a bold considering how organized and like disciplined he seems that seems like such a risk yeah to say you know where something is when you don't right and he says he says a few good maps expert guide and maybe a little faith is what he's he's counting yeah. on yeah that he can <laughs> and i like i think he's not really sort of thinking this whole trip he's he's kind of taking it one step at a time because he uh, he's he can't get away can't talk himself out of it and yeah. so he's just hoping that somehow it'll all work out uh, and well, she he also doesn't, doesn't want to do it anyways, probably because mm. he doesn't know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> so he calls it silly, like it's a silly project. Yeah. She's, they, they start up and she is the opposite. She just wants to experience, you know, life. And her philosophy is that, uh, that she wants to see, she wants people to see her photos and be inspired to then go out and travel themselves. Yeah. And that's sort of her dream. And Mm -hmm. it goes back to when she was in high school that she went on a hike, took some photos and inspired one of the other kids in her high school to then go on the same hike. And so that's her sort of dream. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't take much to inspire me to go to Fiji, but yeah. Well, but that's the thing is they have like opposite, you know, pulls where it's like she wants people to go out and he's like, well, if people are going to be home, I can take them there. Yeah. And don't we need a little bit of both? Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, he, uh, he's never been to Fiji, but he has developed kind of relationships with people. And <laughs> one of the fun things about both of the Fiji movies that they made is they used a lot of local, local oh, talent, cool. yeah. yeah, which was cool, I thought. And yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And so he gets a journal 
from a woman named Sarita. That's the journal of her grandfather. And uh, he promises that he's going to take really good care of it, guard it with his life. And, uh, and so that, that's what he's hoping as this germaphobe and this nerdy guy, he's hoping this journal will be the key and kind of save him from this situation. Uh, But of course, (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh and you know she says she says damn my photos and your your writing the article is going to be good mm-hmm. and uh so she's pretty excited they do have kind of a cute funny meet cute yeah where uh, he kind of says oh i'm here to they meet at the at the hotel bar and he isn't there drinking he's going to ask if it's going to be as noisy as it is because he wanted to do some work or writing where she is right. like enjoying the atmosphere and being in fiji and and then they meet at the bar <laughs> yeah yeah they meet at the bar and yeah and she had stolen his cab too in <laughs> uh, <laughs> <And> his bag <laughs> yeah oh yeah they have the same kind of luggage yes uh, except for different packing inside the luggage yeah and anyway and so yeah they meet at the bar and he's all like oh i have to be with this reporter yeah (laughs) this photographer and she's like hi that's who you think that he would have seen a picture of her yeah point into have you ever googled anyone in your life yeah (laughs) like i'd be like because she read his book so it's like yeah. he could just be like what's this magazine about he's like i've never even read it and it's like do some research beforehand i thought you were a great researcher i even praised yeah. you like five minutes ago so it's like yeah i would have probably looked at her facebook profile a bunch of times uh, yeah. or, just <laughs> or twitter see what comes up linkedin <laughs> yeah, linkedin that's right <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> but nevertheless they uh, they are uh, uh, are put together they have to work together so they start off kind of frustrated uh, but she then the next day before they're going to go out uh, she goes and judges his wardrobe like you said and these are all the wrong things for the rainforest <laughs> uh, jeans dress shirts she has he even has the wrong sunglasses well here's the thing didn't he have to dress his characters in the book at some degree like i seriously like (laughs) it's like he's so against doing this probably because he knows he doesn't know where it is so it's like he's dragging his feet in these maybe indirect ways that he might Mm -hmm. not even realize but it's like kind of annoying but she's super patient and kind and friendly and helps him shop for the things that he needs even though he could have looked it up i'm going to fiji here's the thing I know we're all different, but if I was going for a hike for three days, I'd probably be like, what am I supposed to wear? Like, even when I go been to yeah. London, I'm like, what do people wear there? So I don't go in looking like a tourist, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I feel like it's not like a, a huge leap to not bring dress shirts on your, like, what? Do you want to get it messy? Like the boots <laughs> looked fine. I understand yeah. why he'd bring those. And yeah. I would probably want to wear, I don't know. I, it seems like you'd want to want, want to wear like Birkenstocks or something like that. Not to hike in probably, but like to other stuff. I don't know. Like, I mean, they have like. he was wearing like a long sleeve shirt and pants and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like, like Birkenstocks have like real soles though. Like real, yeah. you know, they're like, you can wear them doing Lots athletic stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a Tiva or a Birkenstock. Like I would think as yeah. opposed to like a big clunky boot in the, I wouldn't think you'd want to wear that, but what do I, I what do I know? I'm I've never explorer. hiked in Fiji. <laughs> no, I never have. I've hiked a little bit in Hawaii. I just watch about but... people hiking in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> I've hiked a little, little bit in Hawaii, but that's all I can really say. Ooh, that's close. You win. Yeah. Close. I... <laughs> you're closer. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and so yeah, she takes him shopping, and this is a very extensive store at the at the hotel. They have they have a portable shower that you can buy. Yeah, that solar was cool. shower. Yeah, and, uh, I was like, usually in in hotel gift shops, it's basically like tourist trap. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like, like Fiji, but like the <laughs> you know, 
like they might have like snorkeling gear or stuff like yeah. that maybe and yeah. more but uh but yeah this is very extensive they even have a solar shower and yeah, yeah she's excited about that and he's like what is this i don't yeah. like this at all <laughs> and uh and then we meet malachi and daniela and mm -hmm. they are so cute i love them yeah yeah they were great and it's a father-daughter and they are uh they agree to go and they're going to be the experts go with them uh yeah. on the trip well because they bred him so they're very excited to see him in action and i was like bro <laughs> You, this lie has gone too far. <laughs> if she has to buy you clothes from a store because you haven't shopped right, I think they're going to be on to you that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I did like the little scene that they had with the two of them dancing mm -hmm. in that evening. I thought that was really intimate and yeah. you could feel their chemistry and i think yeah. it's no surprise that the two of them have then gone on to work on a, a lot of other projects yeah. because i do think they have a, a really nice chemistry together yeah you yeah know? and, you, I, and I, I feel like you don't often especially this early in the movie you don't often get those kind of intimate moments in hallmark movies uh, I, so. I still have to say i was hoping for a soul friendship relationship yeah thinking that they come together and and work and i know that isn't right. gonna happen <laughs> I, or, at all or very often but i still was like there's something about him where i was like no this isn't gonna work <laughs> right i can see that i can see that uh and so then they go on the hike and uh she, she kind of trips into him several times which i always love that in movies <laughs> i get especially in the age of social distancing like the idea of falling into your true love is very romantic i think someone's gonna be like get out of my space <laughs> yeah get out of my space how did you just trip 12 feet to run into me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but they're, they they see a, a flowers that are uh, the their first clue of uh, the um, uh, I forget exactly I forgot to write down what exactly well, they they meant but there's flowers have the uh, they they symbolize love or something like that I forget what it but was. they were like Fiji's flowers yeah they're special flowers and they weren't usually it's not something that would have grown on the island that they were on so that was yeah. probably like a sign of something happening and so there's also the scene she drops her camera and it gets oh. like wet and yeah. he uses his super duper sleuthing uh a tea tea remedy to to clean the <laughs> the camera it was he pretty exciting bad name he's like she's like do you want something to drink when they're at the bar before they go i drink tea but like that's it and i was like bro and like his own tea he he yeah. has he has he doesn't take tea from the coffee shop he He's brings only tea his own with tea. him it's only yeah I'm yeah, like, can he, you even do, is that legal to bring tea from America over to Fiji? I think there's some places <laughs> where you can't bring the tea and things like that. Maybe, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but he, he's like the ambassador of tea, not only for uh, his, uh, his to drink, but also for all kinds of home remedies and yeah. other things, which is a true thing. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't drink tea myself, but uh yeah but uh that he you can use it if you have if something swollen yeah you can put, put it on your bag eye. on yep uh and i i particularly i when i had a sigh in my eye yeah a while back i would put the tea on on my oh. eye because you obviously yeah. don't want to have anything with any kind of astringency right on your eye yeah uh so tea was the the solution the tea bag that's cool when she <laughs> dropped when the camera fell though it was the it was daniela who dropped yeah. it and then she's like oh i didn't bring any of my camera lens wipes and i was like wait are you a professional photographer 
she didn't have any which is why she had to rely on the tea and i was like yeah. is anyone prepared for this trip or are we just <laughs> like do we just wake up and like go to the airport and like let's do this thing like no one was ready for yeah. it it's not the most gritty uh i mean that's it definitely romancing the stone has has the grittiness factor yeah. much higher yeah. than this this is a hallmark version of an yeah. excursion well, yeah, but it's like at least like do a scene where she left it behind at the hotel, so it was an accident. I was like, you just don't have them at all. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, but but he he saves the day with his tea, mm-hmm. and yes. that starts to really win uh, win him over. Then they they get to this uh, hill, mm-hmm. and they he says that oh we got to descend it by rope. They we're not going to walk down. We're going to send it by rope. And, <laughs> and Christopher Flo at Colin, I guess his name is, he ends up falling down the hill. And that's a pretty funny scene, I think. Yeah. It's like, I thought you knew about hiking, sir. <laughs> and I, you know, you don't tend to get physical comedy that often in Hallmark. So I appreciated that, that yeah. they went in and made it pretty broad. Yeah. And made it funny and yeah. uh, falling down the mountain. <laughs> Uh, and he tells he tells uh alex uh that uh the dating never works last long because they expect blake montoya and uh, he says and but they get colin page who's a writer who sits alone in a room all day telling stories for a living and yeah super disappointing And then she's like, I don't date because I travel around the world. And apparently people in relationships actually want to see each other. Yeah. yeah and she says, but he's also a really nice guy and kind and maybe a little good looking. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> Do your job, people. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get a cute, uh, well, you get a scene between Malachi and Colin talking at night, and he tells Malachi that he doesn't know where the pearl is and that he hasn't told Alex. Mm-hmm. And this Lies. scene, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why is? But I mean, he's still just hoping that everything will just work out and that he yeah. he'll, he'll get by. Um, and normally I hate this, this whole sort of, how dare you lie to me? How yeah. could you? And that, that whole thing is not my favorite trope. Yeah. And, but I have to say here, it is very minimally used. I mean, she, yeah. she, uh, she's actually at the end, she's not mad at him about the fact that he didn't, didn't tell the truth about his knowledge of the pearl. Yeah. Uh, he, she gets over that very quickly. She's mad at him about other stuff. Uh, yeah. And so I don't really mind it here. Uh, Cause I think it makes some degree of sense that he would try to kind of see what he could get away with. Uh, well, and- but the other thing is though, from, you know, things that we talk about in classes or, or research in terms of what upsets people usually it's not so much what happened it's the lie that does make people upset though so people don't being don't like being lied to and i i understand like overusing the trope but i was kind of like you're in a different country doing a three-day hike with someone that is clearly not prepared or has no knowledge (laughs) and and then which we'll talk about when we get there then it turns out being something like that doesn't end up happening right and so i mean her being at least disappointed is i would think they would spend a little bit more time on that because i think they've have their entire careers hitched on it essentially at least what she wants to be promoted and his books aren't doing well i think he's not taking that as seriously and i think it is like a defense mechanism or he's in denial (laughs) But, mm-hmm. but I do think there is a level of impact that it has on other people that he didn't consider. And so I would yeah. have been okay with more of it. Cause I was kind of like, excuse me. Right. That I, can't I can see what you're saying. People. It's just that generally when you ask people what they don't like, they don't like being lied to. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah but I just feel like the, that 
it just usually comes off as really false. And it's like, you've just spent all this time with this person. You, uh, and you're, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't like it as a, as a plot device. Uh, It always feels like, come on. (laughs) But it also is like their relationship is based on his saying that he knows where the pearl is and never correcting anyone and saying Mm -hmm. it might be at least harder to find it now because of the book sales or something you know other people have been looking for it so it might not be there or right you know we have to protect it you know i mean there's lots of things you can do to like be sure that this thing doesn't happen but yeah he really went in all in on it and i don't think there would be a lot of people who would be upset with her for being mad at him because i'm just glad that they kept it minimal that yeah. she gets yeah. over pretty quick that's what yeah. i like but yeah. but anyway they have this really cute i thought moment between the two of them when they're talking about uh the, how they love stars mm-hmm. and they both of them mm-hmm. love stars and she says that uh, she had this whole idea of this uh constellation uh finding star finding article that she mm-hmm. wanted to do and i mean we only wish the journalism was like this in 2020 but uh but unfortunately it's 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 not as exciting i don't think as this movie would lead you to believe but uh so we're Uh talking about a very specific (laughs) i thought the story would have been great for a travel magazine let's do it yeah yeah uh so she but the creative director killed her star finding trip article and uh and so he says promise me you'll you'll do it you'll write that article so it was a cute moment i liked that and so then they go and visit an eco lodge run by a man named ku and his father Mm -hmm. and they have dinner with with him and uh they uh they ask him if he's seen the pearl and he tells them the legend of the fisherman, which is an mm-hmm. oral history. And it's about a, a, basically it's about a fisherman who loses himself in looking for the pearl and that he spent his whole life looking because he didn't feel like he was good enough for mm-hmm. the, the woman that uh, his, his love, his great love. And so if he found the pearl, then he would be worthy of her. But he, she, she loved him all along and didn't need the pearl, but he didn't believe that and so he yeah. just kept looking for the pearl and lost his love so it's sort of a bittersweet yeah. love story uh, yes. in the pearl so that was kind of fun yeah, yeah. well that becomes very important <laughs> as yes, they go on <laughs> so then the next morning daniela and malachi leave and uh and you know kind of send them on their own and this is when he tells her that he doesn't know where the pearl is and uh, he says uh he says i thought i could do this i thought that i i could figure it out with the journal with the uh and i and i don't know and she says i'm just always a disappointment i'm sorry and uh she she tells him i would have come on the trip anyway uh and and i would have still asked you to come with me even if you hadn't done this so and that's basically the end of that whole conflict so i which yeah, i have I to chuckle slightly at because i'm like really you're going to go on a trip with someone who knows nothing about anything related to hiking <laughs> well i mean i can picture it because i think just yeah. then her article would just be a different pitch it would yeah. be oh i'm taking the the adventure rider on an actual yes. adventure it would that would be the, that would have been cute let's do yeah. that let's yeah. do a sequel <laughs> right as opposed to i'm well, we're going to find it and yeah. this guy yeah. knows where to find it so it's kind of a yeah. different pitch yeah. uh that uh, you know and she's just saying like that's that her, pitch <laughs> should be her pitch for every article is i'm gonna take him shopping i'm gonna take people <laughs> shopping we know that that's what she's got <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh but anyway, so he's feeling kind of like, oh, I'm such a disappointment. And then they they have the whole conversation. I want to inspire people. And, yeah. uh, and basically he says, well, what do we got to lose? And, uh, and I just feel like this is how you do a liar reveal trope. You mm-hmm. just, uh, the, you have a moment where someone's frustrated. They say they're sorry. And it's just not stretched out beyond 
yeah. then they make up like grown-ups and i i don't know this to me <laughs> i like it way better you're than... assuming that grown-ups act like grown-ups Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> where most people hold grudges or can't process information right away they came and hear it you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so then they reach the river and this is quite an action scene for our yeah. hallmark uh, oh yeah hallmark. absolutely that was intense <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it starts they think it's just going to be like a little like a little uh, river whatever uh but they they put everything in the uh the floating bag yeah uh dry bag uh and then they start to cross the river and then they basically like get caught up in the river and uh so way to go stunt doubles they did a very yeah. good job yeah it was just kind of like she was like oh we could just walk across then as soon as she steps down she's like Bzz, bye. <laughs> she was out of there yeah she was in the river gone. <laughs> <laughs> which as somebody who loves open water swimming i can appreciate that was that was fun i was uh, like oh bye <laughs> Yeah, and I liked that. I thought it was fun. Again, something different that you don't yeah. typically see in these movies. And uh, so she she's gotten so invested in this quest. She hasn't thought about the promotion. He yeah. doesn't care. He hasn't thought about his book in three days. It's very exciting. Then you have almost a little bit of a near kiss moment mm. between them. And <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah and then he gets mud in his eye and so then they don't uh they don't kiss but it gets close yeah and uh <laughs> so then we we find out that they they are looking at the map and the whole fisherman story that there's decades of tears flow over the rocky ridge and uh so then they figure out oh this is a waterfall and mm -hmm. uh they also take like a very good camera selfie, like with yeah. the you know regular camera. Yeah, that was wow. Very, that was yeah. You did a really good Impressive. job. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> and follow the path of the tears and find the flower that means tears, and find and uh, so that that was the flower that they found earlier, mm -hmm. and it's the tears of the fisherman who wasted his life looking for the pearl and uh then they find it that it's in a box under the rocks and it's it says on the box those worthy of the pearl can never have found the pearl uh and so what do you think about that the fact that, what do you think i was mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i they i do think they could have obviously they're not going to have like a real pearl but yeah it did look a little dollar dollar store to me. <laughs> like they well, could have tried a blue, little harder so yeah i mean it was it looked like it was created in the last 10 years versus yeah. something that's been there for right. a very long time right you know that was the first thing but also i was like well like just have a story to have a story then why actually have a thing like they both need it so badly uh-huh you know what i mean yeah but like i get it like the point is like if you're always searching for something you're never going to be able to find it like i think that's a so it's like if you're on a mad search for a relationship you're not going to find that person and that it's more likely that if you just stop looking then you're going to meet someone something like that maybe not in quarantine but i i kind of got yeah. that vibe from it is that if they do take or almost another way to look at it is if you take that pearl it's bad luck yeah and also just that that uh the the power of sort of believing and finding yes. the pearl yeah. uh, is something that they wouldn't want to take away from uh, from other people and other experiences and that other people have found the pearl in the past and and uh in order to find the pearl you have to have faith the pearl existed and if you if you have a picture there's the yeah. faith is gone i do well, think here's that the thing make something fun have them then go hide it somewhere else and create something else and then other people can go then find it and then it just carries on forever yeah well i mean yeah that if you had clues and yeah, other things fun. like that 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 could be fun that's true yeah uh and i the the only thing i wish i like the i like the message of faith uh, and it's something mm -hmm. you don't always get sort of a overlying message in these movies uh and i like it but i wish that it had been brought up earlier in the story 
mm-hmm. that I, cause I never, I mean, I guess they have sort of, they lack self-confidence in ways, but I never really felt like they were lacking in faith or that they didn't believe that they could find it. In fact, he believes that he can find the pearl. That's how, that's the whole reason he, and uh, she's he, just going to take, like, go with him and he's going to help her find it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's no question about whether or not they're going to find it, except for the fact that we know that he doesn't know where it is, right? Right. And that that's why I was kind of mad. I mean, not mad, like, rah, you know, but I was just kind of like, wait, what? Because <laughs> the, they get all the way there, then it's like, just kidding, you can't have it. And I was like, that was easier to find. And then it's probably like, a lot of people have probably found it, but then maintained the story more as like yeah. folklore than anything else because of the faith aspect. But I think you're right. I think that needed to be a theme from the beginning. Yeah, that they lacked. I mean, they you see him that he lacks some self confidence, yeah. but is he lacking in faith? I don't know. I think they yeah. could have they could have made that yeah more of a theme from the very beginning but uh but it's certainly fun i like it and yeah uh he says without faith the pearl doesn't mean anything and uh they would ruin the legend and uh so you know that's fun and or share the legend with other people and bring tourists to fiji <laughs> yeah that's what he did in his book that's right yeah. and uh so and he says looking at the pearl in the museum isn't the same as coming out here to find it yourself mm-hmm. and uh, so there you that's go that's fair <laughs> uh, and she says i just really want to inspire people and uh and so they can in in inspiring people to go on the hunt for the pearl as opposed to actually finding that uh, or 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 showing the pearl mm-hmm. and uh, so that they have that sort of agreement to each other that they're not going to uh they're not going to share about the yeah. pearl they're going to keep it between the, the two of them and so they get they go back home uh, to the hotel and uh he says you know what how would what would blake montoya do and he says well how do you <laughs> Uh, how do you feel and what about you stop thinking about what Blake Montoya would do and uh, the uh, the the agent thinks that he has found the pearl because things are like breaking up in the phone yeah. thinks he's found the pearl and and then he starts writing and I didn't even think that he was a that he was writing an article at all like when did he Oh, that know. was from the beginning. She was doing because she wanted to write from her point of view, and the editor was like, "He writes the narrative; you take the photos." So he was going to write the narrative. Oh, of okay. The pl- okay, yeah. Yeah, I missed that. That was at the beginning. Oh, no, okay, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and so he writes, and the agent tells the editor they found the pearl, and then the editor tells her that uh, tells Alex that that he's writing about finding the pearl and so she's very upset because he feels like she feels like he, he they broke he broke their deal that yeah they betrayed had. her in some way by revealing the pearl yeah that he's taking credit for finding the pearl uh, even though they agreed that they didn't find the pearl yeah and uh so she's really upset uh and so i like that i think that's a much better Mm -hmm. uh betrayal than the uh how could you lie to me betrayal like this is more of a like real uh agreement that they had had this is more of a real i think this is a much better betrayal than what you typically get so i i appreciate that and so she's frustrated and but she says i found the inspiration i've been missing and she ends up getting the promotion this is the best cover story we've ever done (laughs) she's like but you don't have any of my pictures (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and she says let's see and he says alex and i never found the pearl but it's only in the quest that you find the treasures she inspired me to go on a different journey love is the greatest adventure of all uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i did like he was very dreamy to me when he's in her office with that little plant 
I mean, yeah, he, he comes back to win her over. Yeah. Just like in Romancing the Stone, but he's wearing the snake boots <laughs> and then he's on a boat in the middle of New York City. <laughs> I mean, him and that plant and and I yeah. mean, they're they're both so tall that they are per- the perfect match. Two yeah. tall people falling in love. What, yeah. what what more do you want? I mean, come on. I'm sure it's what my mom always wanted. She's tall. <laughs> My dad's shorter though, so she she turned out it turned out okay. Uh, yeah, and so then they kiss in the office, and it's really cute. And she says, "But I don't ever want to make a list ever, ever." And uh, he gives her a pearl necklace, which is oh cute. snap, cute. yeah. <laughs> and there we go. That's the movie. And I do, I really appreciate that this one does something different, that it tried, it took some risks, and I'd encourage more of that risk-taking in the world of Hallmark. And I like the fact that this, uh, that the the whole relationship doesn't land on just sort of a petty disagreement, that it's actually like, I don't know, I feel like it it actually is better written than that. Yeah. (laughs) And and I think that if we're talking about their relationship that you know they don't know each other so they're going from strangers and so they have to get to know each other and so you know maybe going on an adventure with people when you don't know them you get to know them very well and so that's true and the problem solving and that sort of thing and that there's likely to be disagreements when you travel for sure and so that's why like I just thought that they could continue to do these different adventures and he write and she take photos if it wasn't focused on the end romantic relationship, that it was focused on friendship or a partnership. Because Uh I think like they could really sort of dominate the field of travel magazines. (laughs) No. (laughs) But, you know, because they just kind of bypass the friendship at a certain point because until he comes, it's like she's kind of done with him until he shows up at her at her office like they haven't talked or anything right and I, I don't know how many days have gone by or that i mean it's been published at this point or mm-hmm. she gets an email version of it so so yeah. she hasn't spoken to him and and i just wonder if like what what a story like that would do for adults do we just always assume and hope that they'll end up in a romantic relationship or is that a series kind of like a partnership like you're talking about is it romantic on their murder 101 or what it what it, wait what is it called? it is but obviously since it's a series it's more stretched out yeah uh, but okay um, yeah uh, that's but, what uh, i was hoping for i was yeah. hoping for more friendship but i always am <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like yeah. and i love treasure i just want a treasure partnership yeah. that where someone doesn't become greedy and someone isn't you know and that didn't happen they ended up it worked out for them but i just want more treasures found apparently i don't have the faith until people bring them and show me (laughs) that they have found the treasures (laughs) yeah well yeah so you want like uh dr jones and marion marion yes i want them to be like the ongoing like partnership of let's find the treasures we can't do it alone we need our best friend to do it (laughs) dr jones yeah dr jones uh well yeah very good but i i would encourage them to keep taking the risks and keep trying and uh and uh keep trying different settings different ideas and i i think that this was a refreshing a refreshing breath of air for the world of hallmark i think and so and they i mean christopher plow had, had done a bunch of stuff for them in the past and joe wagner had done two or three other movies but yeah. it really kind of catapulted the two of them as two of the favorites and yeah we had a ton of comments uh i oh, posted gosh, on twitter yeah on twitter about this film and so let me read some of the the thoughts on twitter so uh, our good friend ann uh co-host ann she says love the banter between jill and paloha also, of course, beautiful scenery throughout and enjoyed the mm-hmm. lesson at the end about not revealing th- that they found the pearl. Hmm. Uh, so Tani says, great chemistry, amazing locations, and I love the subversion of tropes slightly with him being the shy, awkward one and her yeah. being the adventurous go-getter. 
Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's Sassy Pants 25 says they have great chemistry and it proves that regardless of plot, these two will always have that connection. Oh, hey. <laughs> probably means that they're, would you say that they're friends in real life? Oh. Yeah. I mean, this was their first movie, uh, yeah, movie together, but they definitely have been let's, in. Let's interview the two of them about their friendship. <laughs> okay that would be fun uh yeah he's been on both of them have been on our podcast multiple yeah. times uh yeah. they're great uh <laughs> we have caroline richardson says love their chemistry love chris being a writer and their mm. banter is the cutest the ending is so cute no <laughs> yeah him with that flower yeah i yeah i is the best i yeah. absolutely love it um uh terry says it's the bestest lovely location <laughs> love the rural reversal as it's usually the lady who's uptight and tidy and damsel in distress it's an actual adventure great supporting cast story is fun and differs from traditional hallmark a wee bit why haven't they made uh like three sequels already because <laughs> yeah. they're biggest busy making mystery because they could be a friendship duo yeah. adventuring together this is exactly fun. what i'm saying it could be fun uh let's see <laughs> patty dial says loved it have watched it twice wish they could have taken the pearl with them loved mm -hmm. the ending uh chris and jill are so good together i agree with that take the pearl <laughs> <laughs> you're not a romantic I... well i well i'm on <laughs> it's on friendship hello <laughs> I know, but it's so, it's such a romantic idea of leaving the pearl for others to find and <laughs> being selfless and not, you know, being greedy and having faith. And, uh, but, uh, and, and Jay 69 says, I loved it. I love that it had a message about faith. One of my favorite movies, Fiji nice. has been one of the best places, uh, that I've wanted to visit, uh, Paul F says chemistry between Chris Beloa and Jill Wagner is great. Not only do they become close friends in the movie, but are in real life. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just know, need to know when to stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reese says, I haven't watched this one with a critical thinking eye. I just know it's one I really enjoyed. So uh -huh. hopefully uh, we uh, added to your enjoyment uh, in this analysis with a critical eye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the goal <laughs> we, tried. Yeah. <laughs> we tried uh so yeah some of the thoughts uh from the fans this is Fun. a favorite and uh it's it's i think it's really it's cute it's really cute so yeah, i want to know what i like the idea that they build close friends during the movie because yeah they don't know each other and i think it starts with her kindness of not being offended by the fact that he called it stupid at the bar right and, you know what i mean like she gave him a lot of grace i would say in a lot of the different instances that could have gone very wrong yeah but um, i feel like <laughs> that's true to life i feel like most yeah. time people yeah you, you you can carry grudges and that's a thing too but i think a lot of times people are like oh that's funny that's a funny joke and well, but the thing is though is that she had to take that grace for them to become friends because mm -hmm. some people would be offended by it and she might have just walked away like yeah so, but like, I think most of the time people are friendship? just like, oh, that was a funny story. We'll tell that story. That was a funny, uh, a funny, you know, yeah, that that, that happened. Uh, and, and so maybe that's why typically the liar reveal comes off as really false to me because I feel like most people are, are you know, it's just like a quick little conversation and it's like, okay, I understand why you did, yeah. you know, instead of taking, instead of they're just like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> here's the thing though people get mad when people cut them in line so i guess i'm more on the side that people get offended by things I'm like this is the like, person you're get... supposedly in love with you're not willing to have like a conversation about why they did love. what they did and why they lied what they lied but I they mean... didn't know each other that's the thing is this is their first interaction is this trip yeah. and he started out with a lie so I'm just saying that, like, there are a lot of people, I think, that would be offended by that, and uh -huh. that she gives him grace by not being offended yeah. by it. We could yeah. be friendlier to people and maybe give them that grace or kindness, because if that's, if we don't, then we're never going to make friends. 
right like that's yeah. sort of what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't advise lying i think you should avoid lying mm-hmm. but i also think you should have conversations with people that you're f- falling in love with and find out why did you do what you did and why yeah. let's talk it out and let's deal with it and so in this movie they that's basically what she does i mean she's yeah. very quick to forgive she's a, a really fun nice person and mm-hmm. you definitely get the impression that yeah, she's a cool person. Like there, yeah, I think she's way cooler than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the issue is that I feel like she's giving all the grace and kindness. Yeah. Than the other way around. I, I don't see that. She, I can yeah. see that. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's why he's got to show up with that plant, that tiny little plant. <laughs> For real, you got to do something, buddy. Yeah. I mean, go the on. pearl's still back, and it's i.e. secret location that pretty much anyone walking down the stream can find (laughs) (laughs) so yeah this was a fun one i really enjoy talking about this i mean if we can't if we can't leave our house these days we're all turned into collins (laughs) these days and that we can enjoy things because she existed <laughs> it's good that then we have a uh, pearl in paradise to watch oh uh, so when people want to follow your podcast and everything how do they how do they find you yes i'm best forever's pod at gmail.com you can email me there or you can find me on best forever's pod on twitter facebook and instagram and the podcast is located on all your favorite podcatchers and uh Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Please check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, A Homeworkies Pod, and Homeworkies Podcast all over the place. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really, really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and give us your comments. We sure appreciate that as well. We have our patron group, which we'll be doing monthly watch-alongs, which are so fun, with behind-the-scenes talent. And uh, so definitely something to check out we try to make it worth your while we sure appreciate our patrons and then we also have our merch store which has all kinds of fun um hallmark inspired merch so please check that out as well and thanks so much lisa this is always so much fun and uh, we'll talk to you all later bye everyone bye